0: Let's let's bring him on. Would you please welcome uh, to Dealcasters the Chief Technologist of Hicks New Media. I call him the Good Doctor James Hicks. Welcome to the show, my
1: friend. Come on now, oh my goodness, Mama! I hope Mama's watching because your <laughs> son <done> made it. <laughs> man I'm over here hanging with the Dealcasters. Where, where we at? We Amazon? We're, we're, we're YouTube? We're on the Facebook? We're, I think we're. Are we on Twitter, Chris? I think Can we make it to a couple today? of
0: twitters. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we on Twitch?
1: Doing? My are we goodness. twitching? Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, we are global.
0: That's right. That's you know, um, James. I just. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I, I gotta. I gotta tell you, man. It's. It, Come on. I can't believe we've waited this long to have you on the show. To be honest, it's like one of those things where jim was on your show and then i was on your show and we're we're just kind of chopping it up on your show and you just kind of said man when what's I got what's man gotta do to get an invite on your show and i was like oh my god how have we not had you on our show but it was an honor to even hear that my friend
1: i'm just wondering you know who's who's who's, who's yard i gotta cut you know <laughs> whose pool i gotta clean well just you remember know.
0: who sent you the invite The people are here to hear about James Hicks. And I tell you what, the day I tuned in to, um, I don't know what show it was, but you were, it was a round table and there was people, there was Janaid, Rob Balasabas, Mm -hmm. you know, all the legends, right. In terms of live selling. And there's this guy with this focused hat in the middle of it said James in the corner. And I was really taken aback about how good of a host, the skills that you had as a host in the middle of all of these content creators that you know how it is sometimes. Yeah. Some people, they they like to talk a lot, but you were herding the cats and you were taking this conversation <laughs> and really catapulting it. And as a, someone who myself studies the art, and wants to continue to get better and to continue to do this for a long period of time and not just hang out and talk, but really to deliver value to the audience. I really appreciated that. And I and I, I saw that and I was like, okay, what is it about this guy? And I started down that rabbit hole of Hicks New Media and I realized, man, you're hosting a ton of shows. You're bringing a lot of people on the show, but like what what is this guy about? Like, what's his story? Like, where did you come from mm. and, and how did you get to that point and develop those skills to where you're at? I'd love to hear that because just for my own selfish reasons and hopefully the audience as well, it gives them an idea of where you came from to where you're at now.
1: Man, listen, I, first and foremost, I appreciate you. I appreciate both of you for the invite to be here, hanging out with you and your community, breaking bread and fellowshiping with you guys. Um, uh, I have been, You, what you just said means you get it, right? In terms of what my goal is, what my, again, my focus is. My focus is, stay, is to stay focused on you and to have the individuals or the organizations, the people that come on to any of my streams, any of my sessions, really have the camera really turned on them, right? I'm just here to facilitate. I'm here to be the Wizard of Oz behind the scenes, pulling the ropes and things of that nature. But everyone has a story to tell. Uh, regardless of if it's a professional conversation, regardless of if it's a personal conversation of a motivation, a how-to, anything of that nature, we can always find some commonality in that. And as long as we are truthful with each other, as long as we allow ourselves to debate as long as we allow ourselves to have those heartfelt conversations, we can find common ground and we can be respectful. So regardless, again, of what the subject matter is, it it could be a political conversation. It could be a business conversation. It could be whatever the case may be. And the show that you were particularly talking about was uh, my session, The Digital uh, Collective, where I bring in and we talk about technology. We talk about products, hardware, services, things of that nature. Right? We've got folks coming in on that show that were... I'll say some competitors, you know, there StreamYard users, there were Restream users, there were Ecamm users and just using all the different things. But we found commonality. And again, we found respect in terms of what are you doing to do what it is that you do? And maybe I can take a nugget of that information back to my workflow mm-hmm. and learn from it. That's, that's the beauty. That's rising above the noise, right? Because yeah, we, we can be out here on all these social networks and there's a ton of noise. But if you rise above that and you said the word bring value to the community, you're going to have the longevity. You're going to have that advisor status. You're going to have that subject matter expert status as well. And you're going to be more of an advocate as opposed to an influencer. That, I'm really key on that as well. So again, that's, that's the goal. Right, and if you see that, then that means I'm doing something right, and I'm gonna keep on. I'm gonna keep on trying to do it, brother.
2: You know, and that's a really great point you bring up. And Chris and I actually just had this conversation. Maybe you were bugging our rooms, but that's okay. I, I, that, I do that. Yeah, we that we do need to sometimes have these conversations where it doesn't always have to be like, "Oh yeah, I completely agree with you 100." percent. You know there there needs to be what I call and what you're calling it, like that healthy, respectful debate. It's something mm-hmm. that we seem to have lost in this country of late, you know, not wanting to get uh, get too political. But, you know, because it's funny, right? Even when you see the, the folks that pick different streaming platforms, like, oh, my platform's best. Oh, no, mine's the best. It's like, they all have their pros and cons, right? Yes. And, and it was funny. I was telling Chris the other day in this uh, Toastmasters Facebook group, this person was asking like, well, well, what are the, you know, the programs that you use to on Zoom? And I said, Ecamm right? And then he's like, well, I use OBS. Why do you use eCamp? And, and I think Chris got a chuckle out of My response to him was customer service.
1: Right? Yeah. Because listen, hey,
2: you can true, do man. all this free stuff and try to figure it out yourself. But when there's no one to turn to, uh, you know, I, I don't have time for that. And, and knowing <laughs> that you used to work for this uh, company that we're all very familiar with, and probably, I, I know I'm a fanboy uh, of <laughs> Apple, um you know they're all about that and and you know uh, you know you you know i know doc talks about how he was uh he was the genius there in hawaii but you were like the genius up in uh up north
1: yeah up here in northern california did i ever tell you about my infamous one-on-one with mr jobs himself did i ever tell you that story you you
2: told me but why don't you tell our our
1: oh my goodness all right sit down for story time everyone uh so here we go (laughs) you got some soft music to play so i i used to um uh, he probably does i used to run the implementation department for the power school division which was student information services uh when when apple was heavy into education power school think uh digital progress reports digital reporting digital uh, state reporting and things of that nature back in our day right we'd get the paper progress reports and report cards and we can fake the grade we can change a a, a D to a B, but when it's all digital, you can't do that. That's what Power School did. I took my team from Northern California down to Infinite Loop, down to headquarters, gave them the tour, gave them everything, right? Free lunch in the cafeteria, shopping at the Apple, at the on-site uh, Apple store and all that. As we were walking out of the building, Steve was walking in. I didn't see him. I'm six foot. Steve was a little bit less than six feet. And the urban legend is, or urban story is that if you were ever in an elevator with Steve Jobs and he asked you what you did for the company, there's always a chance that he may say by the time you get down to the bottom floor that you no longer work for the company. So keep that in perspective. Again, as I'm walking out the building, he's walking in. I don't see him. I damn near knocked the guy down. Literally falls down, he buckles, and he you know, almost hits the ground. But I reached over, grab him, help pick him up. I'm sweating, but we look at each other. I give him my, my, my customary finger point, like, dude, you all right? We have a little quick exchange. Hello, thank you, appreciate you, sorry about that. And I didn't get fired, but <laughs> that is my impromptu unofficial one-on-one with steve jobs that i'm going to hold for forever and that that in, interaction is is something that i <laughs> again I'm, I'm glad it didn't turn out bad for me i'm glad it worked out for the best but yeah he he is definitely one of those insane geniuses in the world that uh he's like the the richard branson's the jeff bezos the Uh, You know, those Theon Musk, those kinds of folks, we need those kinds of folks. And just for me to be able to work for that company for over a decade, for me to be able to have that one engagement and interaction with them really made me a part of the, uh, the cult of Mac for forever.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it's just amazing you didn't get fired after that, man. And that's me too. Sincere, let, let me tell you, you know, something. I, I waited something.
1: to see. By the time I got home from that drive to see if, if my email still worked. And hey, <laughs> how,
0: still, how long
2: were you? How long were you nervous, James? Was it? I mean, was it like? I'm still nervous. Uh, you're still nervous. <laughs> 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 that made me nervous to hear it.
1: You know, it, it's still nervous. I, I, I that was just not a good thing, right? But uh, went to his house, um, drove by it. Hold on, let, let me not just. Let I me mean, set every precedence here. It's not like I've been invited to inside Jobs' house, but I drove oh, by his house, unfortunately, after he passed away, just to kind of show some homage. But mm. yeah, so being in Silicon Valley, being so close to Silicon Valley, I had that capability. I gave HP 20 years of my life as well. So I've been to the garage. I've, I've been to you know a lot of these locations that are landmarks for what it is that we do today from either enterprise technology or even consumer technology. So being at Twitter, being at HP, being at Google, being at Apple, being at those locations and on campus, it really makes you appreciate what we use on a daily basis, right? We're, we're utilizing these services, products, hardware, software, whatever the case may be, but to be in the building, be in the room and talking to some of the folks that are actually making those products, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It makes you really pause and respect and appreciate the the talent of the engineers behind the scenes so i see i i talk a lot no this is, you gotta, gotta, show, this, this is why you're on the show Why you're here oh, and
0: I, I think i think you know to, again i'm going to get selfish um and so so you know but <laughs> I, know, I also laughs. know i, I also <laughs> <live stream. laughs> i also know the audience right it's like Okay. If you're walking into Google and you're sitting down and you're, and you're, you're dealing with people because, uh, Mm. you know, like a lot of people don't know some of the other things that you're doing currently. Right. Yeah. But, you know, going into the offices of Twitter, going into these, these particular offices and you, you, you intimated like, Hey, seeing how these people are doing, what are some of the things that you've learned by being in some of these offices, whether it's. You know, dealing with Apple or Microsoft or any of these other things. What are some of the things that they've done that you've implemented in Hicks New Media and what you're doing today?
1: That technology should be respected and not ignored. And the advancements of technology are coming far faster than the consumer ever could have expected. So think AI. We've seen this before. We've we've known this already. Those that are in the enterprise technology space, this is nothing new to us. It now just has a pretty name, ChatGPT. It now has a pretty name, perspective that AI, right, generative AI, and things of that nature. But we've seen this evolution happening a few years ahead of time. Now it's on TV. Now it's on the CNBCs of the world. Now it's on the CNNs of the world. So the consumer is seeing the power of this technology and how it can hurt, harm, infiltrate what we do on a day-to-day basis. So it has to be respected, mm. right? You, ha- you have to understand how to, I'm, I'm not going to get on here and say, right, there, there needs to be any types of regulations. There need to be any types of whatever, but again, be careful what you wish for sometimes because it's it, it's mm. here, it's not coming, it, it's here. And we, we do have to be respectful of the technology and use it for its most effective good, right? So there, I really see that things like this, generative AI, artificial intelligence, the chat GPTs, and things of that nature, there is more benefit, there's more pros and cons of this as long as we have, again, that, that conscious effort in terms of how it's deployed and how it's implemented. So I, I, that's what I see from the folks that are behind the scenes. They know what they're doing in terms of creating workflows and processes and systems and platforms, things of like that, that make our lives easier it's just they're cognizant that there could be that negative and that dark that downside to it as well and that and that's a real tough place to be right when when you're a coder when you're a developer you you know the power of what it is that you've developed and that could be a scary thing as long as it's done and implemented and used the right way then you know then there's the the desire and and to keep going as opposed to stopping and saying, I'm only going to make it up to this point, right? Yeah. Because it, it may be used for something negative, but, you know, just be respectful of the technology that we have and use it for more more, uh, more good than bad.
0: So from the developer standpoint, there's that. But as a content creator, which you also are, and yeah. a, a very good one, I might add, make sure you're going to hicksnewmedia.com sure. and following at James Hicks because he is a tremendous follow on all the platforms. But as a content creator yourself, how do you sort of mitigate that world of AI and human and being able to like you said, you know, don't be afraid of it, lean into it, start utilizing it and start and and also at the same time keeping yourself let that balance to make sure that you're not putting out something that doesn't feel like it is yourself. Like what is mm. your What's your mindset in in not just yourself, but the other content creators that you're working with?
1: A lot of these tools today, again, so now the next evolution is this generative AI type of field and type of utilization. From a content creator perspective, we'll do something like this long-term, long-form content, 30 minutes long, 60 minutes long. And one of the harder parts for me is chopping it up. Right, doing the editing, making the, making the micro content and pushing yep. it out to the individual platforms and things of that nature. So if there is something out there, a tool, a process, a workflow that I can add into my uh, day-to-day activities that streamlines that, I'm going to take a look at it. Now, I'm not just going to go into it blindly, I'm going to per- give it the parameters, I'm going to give it the data, give it the information, and then still go back with my human eye just to make sure that it has my personality in the context that is put out, it has my brand, it, it has my look and feel in terms of, you can tell that it was being generated by, by an algorithm. But if there is something that can knock off from five hours down to an hour and a half in terms of again the workflow of pushing out content and information to the community, I'm definitely going to be very interested in that and, and find a way to take advantage take advantage of that. To be honest with you, but again, don't just blame uh, blindly utilize these these tools and give them access to your Google account or your iCloud account, and then have them automatically oh, go out I would there talk as about the bots. Cloud. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Because a, a lot of times we'll will we'll download an app, or we'll you start using the platform, and opt in to whatever, and not actually read yep, right. the context of what that opt in is. And if you don't do that, you almost blindly give access to your information, your data to those particular software pieces or those platforms. And you got to really be careful in terms of again how you utilize it. So be respectful. Be careful. Uh, I use it kind of as a framework and as a foundation. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go in again, I'll, I'll add a little James Hicks flair to to anything that goes out before I actually push it out to the public. Yeah, speaking
2: of that, too, I think I just read the other day in a, in a group somewhere that, uh, you know, as much as everyone talks about the issues with TikTok, and, but CapCut, owned by the same company, yes sir. in the fine print, I believe you're giving them the ability to have your content. And so now is like, ooh, do I want to use this tool? If it, if they can take my videos and do what they want with it because I put it into their program, it's like, maybe I'll take a step back and find something else that you know might take me a little longer. But to your point, I mean, I just went through a document that I got to send to Chris. There's a hundred different AI tools. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, looking at some of this, it's like it's mind-blowing. You can do stuff like... We could take a a picture of you, and you could turn it into all these different profile photos, right? That make you look, you know, better than you are, which is hard to believe. The day I can do that,
1: I'm gonna need and, that. I'm gonna uh, need that for yeah. sure. So we, you send too. me
2: the URL? Yeah. Gen, so I need, I'll be sending you the URL, <laughs> and I don't even have an affiliate link for that, unfortunately. But uh, but yeah, it's crazy stuff like that that uh, that's going out there. And I think right, you you kind of hear that whole thing of like, oh, this is you know, this is the worst thing ever. But I, I like what you said, right? Hey, if I can do something in, you know, 20% of the time, that allows me to do other things that are more important. And I think the other thing that people miss on, and I think, um, you know, Chris and I, I think more so, because you've kind of been around this tech space for a long, long time, right? We've gotten into this later in life. Mm. We've been learning these new skills. And I think that, I, I feel like sometimes there's this this mindset like, well, you know, I became a copywriter. That's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And heaven forbid somebody try to take my job away from me, right? It's like, you've got to be constantly learning, evolving, you know, and we all need to do that if, if we're going to continue to, you know, fulfill just the things that we can do to make it a better world. And so I think, you know, there's still a lot of things that we haven't even figured out are going to need to be done. As people get older yeah. and things of that nature, you know, as opposed to, oh my gosh, you know, th- this stuff's going to write everything for me. But if it doesn't have your voice, it's going to be like, well, I know that's not really Chris Stone. That's just some robot. That's,
1: just, that's just an algorithm out there, right? And and piggybacking on what you just said, that time frame of staying aware of what's. What's now and what's next, right? We're not saying you got to have a crystal ball, but that, that mm-hmm. ability to know what's now and what's coming and just have some thought about it, actually think about it as opposed to just being content and, and lackadaisical in terms of how you are a member of society. That's shrinking, right? It's, mm-hmm. In technology, long-term is really 12, 16 to 18 months, that that's the long term when it comes to technology, and we're starting to see that shrink now as we start talking about again these tools, these platforms, these automated processes that are out there to all within good faith to streamline our, our workflows and, and to make some somewhat of a, of a more simpler life or more more effective usage of time. Let me let me put it that way: more of effective usage of our time. But what's next? Right? Yesterday we were talking about. AI, today we're talking about generative AI, which is it was, which is a different twist on that. Already, what so what's next? What, what are we going to be talking about next, right? Are we talking about taking capabilities from, from data centers up into the cloud and from the cloud down into the data center? So again, I'm putting my, my enterprise, data, uh, enterprise technology hat on, but that's on. where it's at. That's where the Googles, the Apples, the Metas are talking about right now. Now, right? How do we make those applications on our phone more intuitive in terms of our needs? Not necessarily targeted advertising, but Mm -hmm. when you want to buy something, maybe Amazon knows that you. Ran out of toilet paper. I don't know. I just I don't know why I thought of toilet paper, but hey. but I just thought of t- right. But again,
0: we're gonna get right back to the show. But first, I wanted to introduce you to the amazing Cloud Lifter CL1 from Cloud Microphones. This amazing little blue box boosts your dynamic podcast mic signal for pristine audio quality in just seconds. Jim and I love ours, and you can snag one of these CL1s or new Cloud Lifter Xs for yourself from the links in the show notes below. Elevate your audio content with the Cloud Lifter. Now, back to the show.
1: Amazon knows it. You got your phone with you or whatever, right? So it sends you a notification. These are just off the top of the dome right now. But again, making them more personable, making them more relatable, making it faster, Mm -hmm. making it more customized as well. So I really think those are the kinds of things that folks need to start being aware of. You slip by something,
0: and um, I slipped by know, the toilet paper. I don't know. Yeah, why. well, no, no. <laughs> it's stuck taking your the, you're taking the stream into the <laughs> toilet, James. Congratulations. <laughs> but um, you 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 talked about uh, AI and generative AI, and talking yeah. about the differences, and that's coming. Can you break that down for our folks and kind of t- you know, in, uh let's let's uh, you know talk to Chris Stone like a nine year old, like I'm a nine year old, and tell me the difference between AI and generative AI.
1: My definition is this. So here, here's a thirty-five thousand foot level. So artificial intelligence is really more, from my definition, more from a manufacturing and more from an industrial perspective, right? It's more how I could utilize computers, algorithms, infrastructure to do X, Y, and Z faster and cheaper. So okay, think Elon Musk got here building uh, robots to now go out there and build the cars. That's that's the artificial intelligence. And then the computer's learning how to streamline that process, how to make that 10 seconds faster, a little bit cheaper. If I did this before I did that, right? And, and then having that understanding and having that mathematical equation running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's the artificial intelligence piece, right? You, you feed right. it with some information and it continues to build on itself. And it says, I can do this, process this much better if I did that. Generative AI is the is the thought of introducing information and extrapolating something from that information. So again, back to the content creator perspective, 30-minute, 60-minute live stream, I put that into a tool like Opus Pro or CrossClip or Descript. Things of that nature and say chop that up right and it will automatically auto reframe it it'll automatically put captions on it it'll automatically add deep, music deep to it. fake your voice well it can do that <laughs> well the script does that right you, know, you train know, the script that's the scariest thing. listen it's too yeah. good yeah you, you you read one paragraph into the script and it just can come up with every single word in it. That, y'all check out Descript. It's, it's, well, it's yeah, the truth. It
0: was, Jeff C. called me one time. Uh, yeah. You guys know Jeff C., obviously, yeah. um, uh, another fantastic, uh, full bearded uh, content creator. He um, called together. me one time, and his voice was something he had generated in script. And it was his, <laughs> him talking to me. <laughs> Like when that, that whole overdub uh, uh, process for Descript came out, he started, you know, he decided to, cause I was like, what are you talking about? And he, all of a sudden I got this voicemail from Jeff C and it was, it really wasn't him. He got to the end and he goes, Hey, it's me. And I was like, Oh my God, that's too weird and too good. Um, (laughs) But I mean, that's a, so, so let me, let me rewind this back a little bit because, you know, our, our audience, there's a lot of entrepreneurs, solopreneurs. People that, you know, may, may treat this more as a side hustle or side mm-hmm. job, you know? And so they're like, okay, we know AI is coming or it's here, right? Or has always been here and now it's just, you know, shiny object, right? And they want to do this stuff. But like to Jim's point, here's a list of a hundred thousand new AI things or people just slapping mm-hmm. the word AI on something, calling. right? Yep. Like where, like... And and this is really what I get a lot of. And honestly, James, I don't have an answer yet because it's like drinking water out of a fire hose right now, the way this stuff is coming out. And everybody's like, look at this, look at this, look at this. And you're like, I can't check out 120 pieces of software (laughs) in 10 minutes. I only have like one hour a day that I can devote to this. And you know, we talk you talk, you've got really great points about saying, Hey, I can use this stuff to cut my day uh, to, you know, from content creation from two hours down to 25 minutes or something like that. What are some of the things that people should think about maybe first in your experience? Is it Descript? Is it, <laughs> hey, take this mindset, if you're a podcaster or if you're yeah. a live streamer, take this mindset, here's a couple of tools that, that you, you might want to utilize.
1: So, I'm going to flip it, right? Because okay. that's an excellent question. And for us to be, the three of us to be subject matter experts, to be trusted advisors when talking to individuals and in coaching and things of that nature, we really have to change the conversation from products. Like, let's not talk Sony. Let's not talk the script. Let's not talk road and short, right? Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about what is it you're trying to do and why is it that you're trying to do it? And who are you trying to reach? That starts right there. Those three questions start whittling down that list of ten thousand websites down to a hundred. Right? What are you, what are you trying to do? What what's the message? What's the community that and and the uh, the audience that you're trying to reach with a specific conversation? You identify that. And you identify your short, mid, long term goals. Understand where where you want where you are today and where you're trying to go. Right, and then. We can start talking about. Let's look into this category of tools, products, services, hardware, software, whatever the case may be. But I, I would not even initially have the conversation about even a, an ecam or restream or streamyard or the script yeah. or whatever the case would be. But let me understand. So you want to do start doing podcasts? Okay. What what's the what's the niche that you have? What do, how long do you want a podcast for? What's the audience that you're trying to reach, right? Where the podcasts are gonna be filmed and, and held? Are you gonna be doing them in a home studio or are you gonna be doing them on, on, on site? at a at a gymnasium, right? Whatever the case may be, right? That starts really narrowing down and we can start putting those those points together and saying, okay, you're gonna do a sports podcast, you're gonna be at the YMCA, you need noise canceling, you you need this, you need that. So that's when you start really building that framework, as opposed to me just initially going out and say, here's a here's a, a sheet of products that you should go to B and H oh, I'm sorry, Amazon. Huh? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Caught myself.
0: <laughs> you did. You did. Good. It's too bad uh, we can't live deep fake you, man.
1: You can. You can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a list of gear that you can go buy off, off of Amazon, off of my Amazon store. No, what what do you want to do when you turn the lights on, press record, fire up the market? What what are you really trying to say, and what are you trying to do? That's really where, mm. where we would start, as opposed to again talking about individual products. So, and that eliminates. Love it a lot of confusion, that actually eliminates a lot of the folks who may not be ready to even mm-hmm. start talking about this, right? Because you put that onus back on them to say, tell, tell me, if, you, if you're hiring me and you're asking me these questions, you have to clearly articulate what it is that you're trying to do when you enter this particular industry. Now, just because you see the deal casters, or you see the Mr. Beast, you, you see these people out here doing all this big stuff, and you think you can get into that and you can get the plaque on your wall as well. Eh, that's not what it's all about. No. Right? It's all about reaching community. It's all about telling stories. It's all, it's all about owning that digital online presence. It, it's all about those kinds of things, as opposed to the AdSense checks coming in on the 24, 21st of the month. That's when they come in, 21st. Uh, <laughs> or or the you know the, the i'm crazy right you you can't never let me back on the show but you know the, the affiliate relationships or the you know the merch sales or anything of that it's it's not about all that that's that's the ancillary stuff right that's the extra gravy on on top of the mashed potatoes but building relationships building the network changing someone's life possibly right again mm-hmm. by raising above the noise and having those types of uh, awkward but necessary conversations at time that that's really where it's at really.
0: See, I Gosh, knew Jim. Jeez, I, Jim, answer. I knew if we get him out of the host seat and into the guest seat, we're going to get we're gonna, it's, gonna, it's like going <laughs> to church some right now for content. Well, creators. it
2: reminds me too, though, Chris. And this is something that you know, Chris has talked about. We've talked about, and you you hit on it without saying it. But it's all about problem solving, right? What is the yeah. problem that you're going to solve? Once we know what that is and can kind of refine it, then we find the tools mm-hmm. to solve the problem. As opposed yeah. to my, my tool is going to solve your problem. How do I know? I don't know what your problem is.
1: Might not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then again, as, as our role is again, our, I'm talking about the three of us and, and probably also a number of folks in your community, our roles as those subject matter experts, those trusted advisors, we should be out there looking and evaluating, maybe testing uh, all of those new platforms and products that are coming out, right? We, we have, yeah. to, we should have some type of a generalization and kind of a high-level knowledge of what each of those p- products, software pieces, things that do so we can have a constructive conversation with, with clients and with folks that are reaching out to us. We, you you got to continue. It's, again, that continuing to evolve, that continuing to have knowledge and continuing to be aware of what's out there because if you don't, I'm not going to call you next time. I'm going to call somebody else who is on top of their stuff.
2: Well, and James, I think you use this, you know, this is a good example too, a product that recently unfortunately had an untimely demise, Volley, right? I thought
1: oh, Volley was great. Volley was so good.
2: It was, you know, asynchronous yeah. video and everything else, but it was almost like they were ahead of their time.
1: Volley was right? so good.
2: Yeah. And, you know, because it, maybe if it had started at the beginning of, you know, what happened a few years back cuz I don't even like to talk mm-hmm. about it. It might have jumped on, but now people are like, oh, I want to be in person, right? Everybody wants to go back to the way things used to be. Well, that's not going to yeah. happen, so get over that. Right. <laughs> but it was just, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things, right? We had to be aware of that. So, and then you're like, you know what? I like what this product would do. Now that it's gone, what can I find that can give me similar results and capabilities? Because I still see where it can be helpful for people.
1: I got three, let me give you, I can tell you three products that are, that are pretty decent out there. One is Noodle, N-O-O-D-L-E. Uh, one is called Pinsight, P-E-N-S-I-G-H-T. And the one that I'm using is called Beacons.ai. Beacons.ai is, they're actually based here in, in Silicon Valley, based in San Francisco. And it's that link tree on steroids. Uh, Right. Meaning, so it's not just links. It's actually, you can actually embed video. You can embed uh, merch stores. You can embed embed calendaring. You can charge for services. You can charge for subscriptions. So my JamesHicks.link goes to my beacons.ai site that is a catch all for every single thing. So I've got my latest. Uh, I think nine live streams off of YouTube. There, I got I got links to my Amazon store, links to my uh, merch store, all of that. So those three tools could kind of stepped in for Volley, which was providing again a a mobile app for consumers to reach out to consultants and and technology enthusiasts to ask for help, ask for assistance, and and, and you can charge for it, right? You can pay for mm-hmm. subscriptions or you can pay on on a one on one basis. So uh, Noodle. Pinsight, and Beacons.ai. There's others, but those are yeah. the three that I know Well, of if, if sure it's coming works. out
2: of the, the, the mouth of James Hicks, uh, that's
1: what I'm listening right. to. I don't need to go hey, into it anymore. Bring some sound effects, brother. Bring some sound effects. Man.
0: <laughs> but you, want, you want a DJ horn? I, I um, want something. I, I don't know. <laughs> How about <this> oh. <laughs> Alright. so Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, Beacons click. is Beacons is something a lot of other Amazon influencers have talked about using. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. That they're using. So you're saying that it. there is like uh, there's a calendar uh, scheduler within Beacons, or you just kind of yeah. link your own calendar within it.
1: Or so maybe check this. So, so there's an app store within Beacons, and you uh, can use uh, different uh, other yeah. platforms that you already have. So if you have Calendly, you can yes. directly integrate. So there's an API between uh, Calendly uh, and Beacons that it'll actually. Okay show your calendar mm-hmm. and even if they're free sessions or if they're uh, paid for sessions and it will link them together you can link other platforms in there as well uh, it, it's it's really cool man it, check mm-hmm. check them out and yeah, for check the them fact out. and for the fact for entrepreneurs folks that are turning that making that turn from just side hustle to actual business beacons provides all of that business aspect as well. So Ooh. tax forms, payroll, uh, all, all of that integration as well for nice. content creators that are kind of stepping into the world of actually the LLC world.
0: See, I knew you'd get some va- to some value at some point, James. There I knew is, somehow but, we would what, get what to what some What was value. it? Let me see. Thank How long you. did it take?
1: It <laughs> <laughs> 45 minutes uh, and we finally... Oh, geez. I'm exhausted. No,
0: no, seriously, John, man. This is this is this has been tremendous already. But I, I, you know, can we get back to my questions because I, I'm, see, I'm, there I'm, is. This is, I'm selfishly bringing a free, you yeah, know, free, are you, are free you trying free to free consultation a are
2: you looking for that free consultation <laughs> from your guest?
0: Okay, so I touched a little bit, James, about you being um, a studied podcast host. Um, yes, uh, you know, someone, someone that I respect. I studied the art, and I know you studied the art. I can tell. Like you don't just wake up James Hicks, right? You you and I both know that, right? It takes um, a lot of work. It does. It takes a lot of work and it's not easy. And I think people need to hear that, that this stuff, is, all the AI and all the tools and all this stuff, like at the end of the day, you still have to put it in. You still got to figure it out. You still got to, you know, maybe pay and invest in someone else to do things mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. All of the, all of those things. One of the things that I think we all have to do is to continue to be lifelong learners and to learn and to have influence. And, you know, like yourself as a podcast uh, host, I use as an influence. I see how you sort of orchestrate the show. I mean, I was a guest on your show and I'm going, ooh, I need to use that as a host on my show. I need to kind of figure out, like, I like the way he did that. And I like the way he did that. And as a former musician, or I guess I still am a musician, you know, people will say, oh, that sounds like sting, or that sounds like flea, or that sounds like, you know, this or that or the other. Sure. I played all of those songs. Those are all influences of mine. As, as a content creator, I know you have influences yourself. I'd love to hear like who you listen to, who you, who do you study? Like who are some of the, some of your influences, maybe not just podcast hosts, but just people in general or influencers in general.
1: Yeah, I so one piece of software that I use on a regular basis is Audible. <laughs> yeah. Audible. Audible is is my go-to and the only thing that I download in my library are motivational conversations, either business motivation, personal development, mental health mental awareness just just kind of getting out of your own way kind of kind of things folks that talk about that uh i i really like folks who have gone through struggle come gone through gone through struggle experienced it had a difficult time with it and come out of it and are willing to share their story folks like the david goggins of the world yeah. Right. He, you're not going to play David Goggins at the dinner table when you got kids yeah, around, right. him, but <laughs> you, when, when you're, when you're underneath the squat rack in the gym, yeah. that that's a good diet, you know, to listen to in terms of the struggle, in terms of being literally under the bottom, not even at the bottom, but under the bottom right. and then finding a way to, I use this term a lot, get out of your own way and, 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 and make something of yourself and of the situation. So the, the Goggins of the world. Uh, from a business and from a creative perspective, someone like a Pat Flynn, right? Talking mm-hmm. about super fans, right? I mean, those kind of cats, right? F- folks that, again, have seen it, done it, and are willing to share and articulate it. Um, The Chris Does of the world. Yes. Right, in, in terms of how to market yourself and how to charge for your worth and have that conversation about maybe rejection from uh, potential clients who... Get a sticker shock and say, well, why, why are you charging this much? And then you being able to really articulate the value. So that's something that really Christo really talks about. So I love that. So the Goggins, the Flynn's, the Doe's, and then, you know, some of the folks that may be even closer to us, right? The, uh, I, I like the longevity of someone like uh, Luria Petrucci.
0: We'll get right back to the show, but first I wanted to tell you about Social Media News Live. Jeff C. and his amazing guests will keep you up to date on what's happening in this entire changing world of social media. They talk with industry experts and innovators and creators about the latest social media news tips and tactics, and they broadcast live so you can ask the questions that matter most to you and your business. Jim and I love this show, and we know that you will too. Head over to socialmedianewslive.com. Hey, tell them Dealcaster sent you. Now back to the show,
1: right? Because mm-hmm. I've seen her from. I've known her since before she came out with. Uh, before she called herself by her own name, right? When she was kind of, right. like, when she was on on TV with Leo Laporte, all, right. So just the longevity again of someone who has started, been to the top, fallen down. A couple of times, but it again, has, has risen to the top and is mm. what focused on making sure that the community grows, making sure that the community is not intimidated by all of this stuff, right? All, all these keyboards and mice and lights and all this, don't worry about that. She's really locked in on that. That's really why I kind of resonate with her. So Luria is, is fantastic about that. So, I mean, those, those are the kinds of things that, that I listen to. If I had my phone around me, I would, I would tell you what else is in my, my Audible playlist. But those kinds those kind of things are, are really what I uh, resonate and listen to.
0: Yeah, I think so, yes. a lot oh, of so, times. So, so think about that. So yeah. so
1: not a lot, not a lot of coding books. I started in MVS and Cobol, right? I w- I was writing oh, the Cobol yeah. scripts to, to Cobol. help when, when we thought the world was going to blow up, right? <laughs> going going from the two <laughs> two digit year codes to the four. That's so right. I was, right. I was I2K. doing that, back, right? But so I I don't I don't get down with a lot of that as much anymore because that that's mm-hmm. not as tangible. I I actually want to hear. Not just common sense, but I want to hear real world stories and real world experiences of folks, like I say, who have gone through something and are finding a way to get get through it. The um, Gladwell, Max, his best, Malcolm, is that- Malcolm. Malcolm. Okay. Gladwell, dude. It's it's it sounds so simple when someone else is saying it. You know the stuff that he says it just just makes sense. Lights go on and everything, and you,
0: yeah, right. You know, it's like a lot of times, I think, you know, what we're saying, it's not like it hasn't been said before. It's just yeah. being said by us in a different way, and it's not that we're trying to copy someone, right? But it can impact someone. It yeah. Malcolm Gladwell might not impact someone, but if you're using some of the same things that he's using as an influence, and it influences somebody else, and maybe after we're dead, then that's what that's that's why we're doing it. Right. I mean, you know, what's funny is that I actually, James, was going to talk about monetization and we never got there and I don't want to go there, actually, because I I, I consider you someone that's that is successful, you know, at at what you're doing. You know, maybe we don't have, you know, Bentleys in the in the garage or anything like that or, or we're not getting on private jets. Right. But we're, we consider success, you know, um, you know, a balance of family, which yeah. I know that uh, that you have and and your life yes. being on the sidelines with Super Bowl champions and and all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you like how I slipped that in there.
1: I and, love that. That's really and, good.
0: And so but we we never talked about, hey, everyone, here's how you can make money. Right. Now, there's money to be made in these things. Yeah. But that's not that's not what we talked about. We talked about how you can do this stuff to create something and live life on your terms based on uh, implementing these these you know whether it's AI or whether it's like the the mindset that you're talking about and all of these things. We never once, James, talked about okay. Here is the special secret for you to yeah. make a thousand dollars a day. You know, no. doing this, that, and the other. And I actually was going to, I, I had planned to talk to you about, how, you know, how, okay. So what are some key monitors? I, I, and I'm, I'm like, why would I, why would I ask you that question at this point? It just doesn't seem like well, right to even bring it up in
1: this conversation. Well, and, and so I'll interject and I'll be the doubting Please. Thomas. I'll, I'll be just, uh, um,
2: the doubting Christopher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, just wait till my sports analogies come out. Right. I, I'm going to bring some more in here. Right. It's a home run. It's, it's a, uh, justified question ask right because again you've got folks that are digital creators entrepreneurs solopreneurs entrepreneurs looking to do this right looking to spin up a presence online own that digital property sell goods and services sell hardware and software have affiliate relationships have partnerships things like that there's nothing wrong with that that's right right there's nothing wrong with that so don't don't be uh, no, don't think that that's what we're coming at. But if you're constantly always chasing the bag, mm-hmm. if you're only chasing the bag, if you're only looking for that next uh, affiliate payout, if you're only waiting for those AdSense checks to come in, then you're, you're missing the real reason for doing what it is that we do. Mm-hmm. right? What we do is really build community, build relationships, and have engaging conversations with interesting people. That right there is kind of at the premise and is kind of that cloud nine right there. All the other stuff will come, right? All all, all the other financial, if, if that's what you're looking for, will come. All the other success criteria and factors will come. And what success means is different for for somebody else. Success could be 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. It could be a plaque on your wall. It could be that Bentley in, in your garage. It could be all of those other things, or it could just be, I did a live stream today, five people showed up. One person sent me a DM on Twitter and said, you really touched me with the conversation that you had and I'm going to go out and do something better for myself. All of those mean success. Yes. In some way or or shape or form. So understand what it is that you're trying to do in terms of and and understand what your individual metric is. For for successes and go after that. Don't go after what James is doing. Don't go after after what Jim or Chris is doing. Go after what it is that you want to do. And don't yeah. let anybody tell you that you can't do it.
2: Exactly. Man, and, and you know, you, were you a preacher you, you in hit on... life? Yeah, well, there yeah. it is. yeah
1: The doors <laughs> of the church will be open and bring you Co- ties Coach,
2: Coach James and James. offerings yeah. to the He's gonna be working with <laughs> Coach Prime. But uh you know, the, the thing too that you hit on and right, like even the reason behind this show for me and Chris, yeah, it's not about the monetization, it's about mm. helping others. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's always been about helping others. And so I love what you just said, right? You, you may not have a big audience, but you reach that one person and it makes a difference in their life. That's what matters right that's that's right, what it's you, all
1: about you you reach one person you have that conversation and, and you provide a a stellar service to them you you give them 110% of what they're they're only asking for 90 you actually end up giving them 110% they're going to say you know what i had such a great working relationship with the deal casters and they'll tell that to their friend they'll tell that to another friend they'll post that online and say if you're looking for Advice on infrastructure, whatever the case would be, check these guys out. there it is right there right there there's that domino effect there's mm-hmm. that again, I don't like the word influence I, I, for i I really start yeah. itching when I say when people say I'm more of an advocate, there's that advocacy mm. there there's that where you're reaching into other people's lives and bringing value as opposed to just selling and telling and and doing doing those kinds of things you' you're asking and you're helping instead yeah. Come on now, God, Okay, Okay, all right. We got we got some myself. friends a, in the I'm a, chat. They've been chiming in. Okay, I'm gonna make, sure, make sure I make that a little tiktok Uh,
0: real oh listen we're gonna be clipping you know know how this is man we use uh, all parts of the pig dude all parts of the pig cyrus webb thank you for uh thank you for joining us Uh, another great uh great host uh who does some some fantastic interviews cyrus we appreciate you uh joining today of course we saw richard he's been he's been chiming in and sharing things uh our boy strick uh is is here uh strick are you going to creator camp DJ Strick, are you going to Creator Camp? Let us know he, if you're going He might to. be a camp counselor for a lot of he? Okay. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> he he probably running the thing by now. Well, pretty that's much. What, you know, Strick will make sure what, that, I
1: don't, that I don't cause any trouble out there, you know, TP <laughs> TPing the, it's a
0: big job, the, the,
1: man. the place and everything. He'll be looking out for <laughs> me, man. Actually, I got a meeting with, with Strick later on this afternoon, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm a, a little oh, plug. I think I'm going to be on the stream Show there. You know.
0: Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's a, a uh, well. That's maybe a fun I shouldn't drop
1: that. You know, I'm, I'm out here breaking news, y'all. Breaking breaking news. Oh, uh,
0: hey, this is what yeah. we like. We like that on Dealcasters. Any other news you want to break? You know, feel well, free. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't
1: know if Special top
0: secret cloud secrets you got? You know. uh
1: What do I got? Uh Man, I don't, I don't know. I only got four <laughs> of the lotto numbers. I still need two more, so I, I, I'm not there just yet, brother. <laughs> but no, one, one thing I there. do,
0: one thing I do, and, and man, this has been a great show. And I, I don't want to keep you too long, James, because I, I know you only have 17 other shows to go today. But. um Another thing we'd like to ask people is, um, you know, and and you're someone that has touched a lot of technology uh, in terms of, you know, whether it's microphones or if it's interfaces, whether it's headphones, uh, whether it's, you know, cameras, uh, all of the things, right? And uh, just like AI uh, and the software that somebody should use, a lot of content uh, entrepreneurs that are looking to, you know eat, start or kind of move up from just their laptops mm. um what what would you suggest maybe not like the you know the the super expensive you know whatever a 6400 that you might have in front of you or um you know the uh you know the SM7B's of the world yeah. um you know we talked about how, hey, you first should be thinking about what your content is, who you're doing it for, the problems you're solving. And then, you know, like Jim and I usually end up talking to somebody because they they want to know if they're starting a podcast, like what microphone they should get, right? We yeah. don't ask, we don't tell them right away, hey, get the Shure SM7B. We say, what kind of room Good. are you in? Right? Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and and uh do it like, how big is the room? Do you have carpeting in it? Right. Do you have like all of the things in terms of sound treatment and things like that? Um, what are, what's some advice and maybe some items that you would suggest for people to kind of look at what types of maybe microphones and, and techniques that maybe uh, people should be thinking about it, uh, in terms of content creation.
1: Yeah. And w- what you su- said right there, right, just think about the additional questions that probably come out of that conversation or the additional Ooh. answers that come out of that question. By, by again, by not starting at the gold standard, by not starting at the Michael Jackson microphone, right? That's what it is, right? By, by not starting yeah. with the one that he recorded Thriller with and 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 maybe understanding a little bit more about the environment. Whole lot of other competitors out there, whole lot of other manufacturers that are fantastic out there. Look, we, we, we like what we like, but again... If if you looked in my my uh, equipment closet right there, there's some other manufacturers as well. And depending on having that engaging conversation, a lot of that other information will will come out. Um, I'm a huge proponent, though, when it comes to the video piece. Um, I'm a huge Sony guy. Listen, I, I I lived in Japan for four years. I been to so I'm I'm a Sony guy. I'm just <laughs> I'm just going to say that, and that, that's a what I'm using. Yeah. That's that's what I'm doing. So uh, we're Team DSX Sony here too. What's what's what, is that right? Okay, I, I I don't know. I just want to make sure. I don't I don't uh, prejudge. Well, you know, Chris,
2: Chris only gave a good part of his adult life to, to Sony. Okay, not I know. I just see that it to still see his doesn't
1: reaction, matter, right? Chris. You know we love Sony.
2: <laughs> you know? got a, I think I have a Sony TV. This is actually a Sony camera that I'm using right here. Sony's here. You go, man.
1: You know, keep the stock going too, because we're investors as well. Uh So. <laughs> <laughs> fx 30 is is what i'm rocking right here right now that's above and beyond what a, a lot of folks will probably want and or need but i've decided to stay with the apsc as opposed to the full frame for these talking head types of videos and, and, mm-hmm. and sessions because it just there, there's more of a variety in terms of lens options as well so i've got the uh, 11 millimeter lens on here right now on that fx 30 my B cam mm-hmm. is a zve 10 so if Strick is listening, that's probably what we're going to talk about on his show. So, man, um, but but I've got that run in. I've got the ZV-1F as my overhead cam. So again, all Sony cameras at for different purposes mm. uh, in terms of lighting. I've kind of standardized on a particular platform and a particular manufacturer as well. So everything in here is Godox uh, right. in terms of the tube lights and the, uh, the point lights in front of me as well. Those kinds of things I've, I've standardized on manufacturers because I've actually, I've gone through that hard work of buying a whole lot and saying, nope, that doesn't work and returning it or whatever the case. So I've, I've gone through that iteration of knowing what yeah. works specifically for me. So in this room, in this eight by 10 area, these this setup and these conditions, these things work best for me. So, you know, it, it's it's really a living document too in terms of the the gear that I, that I would recommend to, to folks for their particular situation but Sony Godox Shure, Rode Elgato the, the big names are the big names for a reason
0: that's right mm-hmm. again you're, you're you're preaching to uh to Jim and I being the choir here but it's true yeah. it's like there's no the reason why there's longevity and then you see a brand that you never even heard of that just came out of the gate, like you might yeah. want to let them, you know, have eighty-seven years of mistakes, like some of these other companies have had. <laughs>
1: let them marinate right? just for a little while, right? Yeah. Just to, um, yeah.
0: And I think I think you bring up another great point: is the consistency within the brands for, like you mentioned, the Godox lights. And I, yeah. um, you know, I'm in a situation where when it comes time to turn the lights on in my studio, I got six different types of lights that are going mm. on, and it's like I think the other thing is like if you can get one brand of lighting and you have it all synced to a, an app and you have a little more yes. control over that that's and it. things are a little bit easier. You're not like, uh, what do I do this? And what's the light? And I got, you know, in are different uh, types and formats of, of, of all of those things. And you run that risk because you're, you're chasing what other people said you should get.
1: Man, and, come and you, on,
0: And you said, you said yourself, it's like, Hey, this works for me. And yeah. it doesn't matter if it's Godox, it could be Phillips, it could be um what's what's Govee. Like there's a there's a bunch of yeah, different, of you know, brands of, of of lighting. So it's like find one yeah. that works for you. If it doesn't yeah. work, return it and find another one that works and stay consistent with it.
1: So I'm a, okay, I'm gonna take you on another little trip though, right? So you talked right. about Phillips and we talked about Hugh as well. And those are great for practical lights. I, I had Phillips Hugh when I first really spun up the studio, but Understand the purpose and the goal and the and the rationale right. for those types of lights. There's a big difference between practical, very cool lights that you can get at Target. Nothing wrong with Target. I love Target. Shouts out to them. I'll take a out, deal. Well, I'll take a shout, deal We don't shout them. them out
0: on a show on Amazon, oh, but that's God okay. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it's okay. We're sticking.
1: You, you need to send me the stipulations of what I can talk Where's about. Where's my eject right? button, man? Right. God. So back back to what I was saying. Those aren't video lights, though, right? When if you get if you've got Philips Hue in your situation, and those are and you've got those as your primary lights, there's going to be issues more than likely down the road. Not maybe not day one, maybe not even day twenty, but down the road, if you're using non-video lights mm-hmm. as primary lights within your environment, there's going to be some some flicker. There's going to be some shutter mm-hmm. offsets, things of that age. So you got to keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. So we all spend the extra couple of nickels to get video lights within our environment such that regardless of what the frame rate is that we have on our cameras, they're not flickering because they're made to be on video for these particular types of situations. So, again, Mm -hmm. that's the conversation that we we would have with the potential client and with someone who wants to spin up their own studio What's your environment look like? What would you like to use practical lighting for? Over to my to my side right here, I still have some some Hue lights, but they're not as visible. They're just providing kind of an, an overcast mm-hmm. of, of the blue. And yeah, I am anal. Every single one of these blue lights in this studio matches that hex code that we you were got talking about. You the hex code, oh. 20557B. Listen, uh, come on now. <laughs> I... I I'm that guy that knows my hex code off the top of his head. Something's wrong with
0: me. I got that hex code over here on my screen because I had Dude, to be something. a guest on your show. <laughs> I've,
2: got the, I've got the eyedropper in my browser. Let me see if I get there that we go one. There we go. <laughs> Click on
1: your Yeah, grab, grab it the right way, I, you know. It's, but it, it should be, y'all, 20557BM. I'm like we, Tom Buck, right? It, and this is not Tom Buck blue. This is my blue. <laughs>
0: this is James Hicks blue. So everyone, hit... Hicks new media. Follow James Hicks on all of the tubes. You're everywhere, dude. You're on uh, TikTok. You're on do, like that was another question I was gonna like how How do you manage your social media? You talked about one of the challenges you mm-hmm. have is the mm-hmm. micro stuff mm-hmm. and getting that sort of managed. Um, but I do see a good bit of you uh, on social media. Is that something that you're intentional about? Do you use software in order to, to manage that process? How do you treat your social media as it relates to your business?
1: Yeah, so really good question. And that's still evolving. But where that workflow sits for me today is live stream. That's a long form piece of content. I will pull that into Opus Pro. I will let Opus Pro chop that up. I will also use a iOS app called Captions. Mm -hmm. And Captions will actually do a lot of the reframing, a lot of the the captions, a a lot of the uh, cleanup of audio and things of that nature and chop it up into 9x16 or 1x1 for all the different types of uh, platforms. Save that to my phone, and then start pushing that out individually to where my audience is. So Instagram Reels, mm. Facebook Reels, TikTok is just for entertainment. I'm not. I'm not as locked in and focused on TikTok as I am IG and and Facebook for sharing the micro content. Uh, but those platforms are the ones that I'm using. Opus Pro captions. Um, I use CrossClip as well. If uh, if Opus mm. Pro is ever uh, server bound and c- because so many people are finding it and taking advantage of it and using it. So that there are some, some limitations in terms of just access that I, I don't mm-hmm. have any patience, So I'll use a, a platform that's part of Streamlabs called uh, cross clip and it'll okay. do essentially the exact same thing, right? The reframing and the moving around of the, uh, of the cameras and the content, things of that nature. It'll save it down to my phone. And then when I'm ready to, I will fire up the YouTube app, save it as a, as a short, schedule it out from that perspective or just put it out there on the IG IG page or Facebook page yeah I had to think it's about that It's a much
0: more tactical approach i'm seeing is like cuz i think a lot of people take a scattershot approach to their social media they're taking one piece of content and they're putting it on eight different platforms it's the same yeah, kinda, content right yeah. and and you're saying you know what this is for entertainment so this piece of content only works for this platform. So this is where I'm putting it. And it's yeah. a much more intentional way. And it may take a little bit of extra thinking, right? But I think the benefits are like, hey, if I follow James Hicks on Instagram, I'm not going to get something that wasn't intended for Instagram. Okay. So this feels so like
1: it- you, you think about that. You you made the, the reference to me hanging out with those NFL players, right? Which mm-hmm. you probably saw if you follow me on TikTok was a little bit different. what you saw in the IG reel. The the music was different. The transitions was a little bit different. And again, I was intentional about what went there. I didn't just copy and paste the the IG reel and put that on TikTok to where you had that watermark. Mm -hmm. So the process is the process is the process is the process. And if you're not ready to deal with a lot of that, those moving parts sometimes, maybe this game in for you. Right, Mm. But you you, got to put in that work if you really want to, again, I'll say it again, rise above the noise because there's so many people that are out there. Yeah, they look like they're successful and they're out there killing the game and they got a ton of content out there. Big audiences, big whatever, but all their stuff looks exactly the same. There's no identity to them. So be intentional about what you put out. If you're putting something out there that's a Facebook story or Facebook reel, make it for Facebook putting something right. that's out there just for for instagram frame it the right way use some trending music do do all those things and be intentional about it. it's going to take you a little bit of time to get through it and then but you will learn your workflow and you will actually be more respected by us within the community as well because we see all the stuff right fuse and stone over there they they know when someone's Listen, they 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 got that 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 eye, right? We we can tell when someone's kind of gone the easy route as opposed to actually knowing what it is in the world they're doing, and it's more respectful for you to know the process, respect the process, go through the process, because then you can actually share that information with somebody else. That's where you gain that advocacy. God, I dog, come it. on, oh, you, don't, it. you don't have no music. Golly, Chris. hold on, <laughs> damn son. Come on! Man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> well, you know, we don't want to get any copyright strikes for music, but I, but I love what you're saying there too, because even like yesterday, I did a YouTube video, yeah, right. But I took that video, the native video, and I uploaded it to LinkedIn instead of just I'm going to share the YouTube link and put it in the post because you're going to get different results. And Chris and I have gotten frustrated, and and the A people may hear this. You know, they have this new thing, Inspire. But you got people mm-hmm. doing exactly what you said. They're taking that TikTok with all the TikTok watermarks, and they're uploading it to Amazon. And it's just like it's garbage, right? You know, make the the you know your content for the platform. There you you're go. You're not you're not fooling anybody. You know, it's like oh, they just you know or, or the people that e- even when you're sharing stuff from Instagram to Facebook, you've got to remember that the tags are different, and that used to drive <laughs> me crazy. When I was a social media manager, when I'd see these people like sharing their Instagrams to Facebook, it's like nobody's seeing it because you didn't tag it, right? You got to go in and edit all the tags. So you could either do that or just re upload it and do it clean. But, you know, let, let me save go. some time. And then well, there's a difference I'm not between engagement.
0: And when you're fishing, there's a difference between just grabbing a pole and running to a, a, a body of water and throwing in a worm on the end of your thing versus going out on a boat with a radar. And, get in, and making sure it's a certain time of day and when you know and you've researched and you've studied and somebody's gonna come home with fish and somebody else is just lucky if they do, right? And so you know man
1: is making it plain, folks. All right. There you go.
0: like I said, I speak speak to myself like a nine year old. So so that's that's how that works. <laughs> No, but you talked about respect for the game, James. We have respect for you, my friend. We seriously you, do. Brother. You brought a ton of value to the show, uh, more than more than I think any other guest that we've had, and I mean that. And I really appreciate the. Uh, the time you've taken and the amount of value you brought to our audience, my friend. So, uh, everyone, thank you for joining. Everyone, Richard, Scott, Strick, Cyrus, Denise, everyone here in the chat. I know we didn't get to uh, to everyone, uh, but you know, there's just you know, we have a preacher in our midst. You know, the content uh, pastor of content creation and chief technologist of Hicks New Media, James. Thank you so much for joining
1: us, man. Thank you, brother. Y'all be- good i really appreciate this this is awesome all right
0: all right everybody
2: don't fear the gear thanks for listening to deal casters congratulations you've taken another step forward in your content creation journey please don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button here in your favorite podcast player so you can be reminded every time we drop an episode.
0: We love hearing from our listeners and viewers. And if you're wanting to watch our shows live on Amazon, feel free to follow DealCasters Live as well at dealcasters.live. Follow us on Twitter or subscribe to our YouTube channel, where we also included added content that you cannot find anywhere else.
2: If you have questions about this episode, or have something you want us to review you can also email us at dealcasters at dealcasters.live thanks again for listening and you know the deal don't fear the gear